Check-in, late midweek check-in, that is. Um, season three. Huh? We on season three. Can I get a round of applause? Season three? Season three. Uh, and we're finally streaming on title, so round of applause for that. All right. All, po- all podcasting platforms, all major platforms, uh, you can catch me streaming. Uh, man, this this has actually been a, a great developmental process for me uh, in the podcast, for myself in the podcast. It's been pretty dope because I did not think that I would be on title this fast. Like I, I really, I really put that work in. Um, but anyways, yeah, midweek check in. So you know, I do the podcast two times a week now. Uh, Wednesdays, except tonight is Thursday technically, just for proper context. Uh, and then also on Sundays. So Sundays and Thursdays, and now, well, Sundays and Wednesdays. And then now, you know, I have the visual component to it. So that way, if you want to stream it all on audio, uh, and um. On demand background, you can do that as well on Spotify, Apple, uh, Title, um, and also if you want to watch it, you, you can watch it right here. All right, yeah, we doing it. Risk Royale, your homie D Royale. What up, though? Um, this is a current events based podcast. I think a lot of people know that, but uh, I like to have fun with this podcast. I like to you know feature different news stories, different current events that I like to you know kind of follow throughout the week. Also, damn, I almost forgot, cuz. I'm skipping over everything. There's so much new development, and this is why I'm going to make this announcement right here. Uh, is because I got a new newsletter. All right, the new newsletter. So if you want to subscribe, I got the link right here. Check it out. Um, so basically, the newsletter is a recap of all of the um, podcasts uh, from the week prior, events coming up. Um, I have a lot of dope things planned for the month of February, uh, as well as March and the rest of the year for that matter. You know, 2021 is off to a great start, uh, especially now that I have the home studio set up. So if you want to subscribe to the real spit Royale newsletter, um, it's called the, um, it's called the, uh, uh, the Royale Currents. That's what it's called. All right. Uh, so it's a newsletter. I, all of my publications go in there. Um, so I do the podcast, but then also I like to write as well. So it's kind of like my journalistic integrity is intact because I like to talk about these things. Uh, I like to create stories and also interview people. Uh, and also like to publish them um, as news posts, journalistic posts. So if you want to check that out uh, it, right here, all you got to do is just shoot me an email the link right here. You can subscribe newsletter pop up in your email uh, all of my write-ups throughout the week all of my issues that i create throughout the week all of my interviews uh, all of my fun little quirky weird things that i like to put together throughout the week so you can most definitely get in there um i think the main thing that i wanted to do with the newsletter is put it in a position where you'll have a chance to really um I guess kind of read the stories as well. So that way, if you don't listen to the audio, you'll get a chance to check out, you know, all the news stories that I like to publish. There's a lot of different things that I want to do. Um, so that's pretty dope as well. Anyways, the song you heard at the, at the beginning of the podcast is from my girl, Kamaya. Shout out to the yay area. Uh, she's the new era of the new, of, of the yay area. And um, I think it's super dope to highlight her because I remember when I was working at iHeartRadio, uh, when I was an on-air mixer, on-air talent at iHeart uh, in Orlando, uh, 104.5 The Beat. Shout out my 104.5 The Beat family. What up, though? Uh, she had a, an album uh, that she dropped called um, uh, One Good Night in the Ghetto, and it had this joint on there called uh, How Does It Feel? I've been broke all my life. Now I wonder... How does that feel, I be rich? That was my joint, and that whole album was fire. Uh, that was one of the best intro albums for an artist I've heard in a very, very, very long time, uh, especially in this era where everything is pretty much like you know mixtape uh, value. Um, everything's kind of like fly by night. Nothing really has like a, no, most projects don't really have a theme behind them, uh, something to kind of coordinate them. 
Um, so shout out to my girl Kamaya. She's this amazing artist out of the Yay area. She's part of the new school. Uh, her production skills are incredible. Her pin game is immaculate. Her bars are really up there. Um, and she's a fun all around dope artist. So this new album uh, that I've been really rocking with, I think it's been out for about what, like, but since late since december yeah yeah yeah. she just dropped it uh no explanations that just dropped this late uh this past december it was like going into the new year um so if you haven't got a chance to check it out the joint that i just played at the beginning of the podcast all right it's called the distance and um i really like that song because it kind of describes everybody who's on the grind for the distance you know putting that work in because it truly is a marathon i it truly is a marathon fam my joy right there also my drink of the evening because each podcast has a drink of the evening i like to kind of you know loosen everything up because if not i get too stiff start sounding like a newscaster you know start sounding like a, a journalist trying to explain stories uh so my juice of the night is this this is i guess what this is sprite uh orange juice and vodka i don't even know what i'm gonna call this yet i guess i'll call this a um I call this a, a a fun Thursday night. That's what I call it. Is a can I call it a fun Thursday night? Most people might call it a gin and juice, but it's not a it's, well. Obviously, it's not gin, but most people call it probably a screwdriver. That's what they call it. But I got a little extra in here, so it's not a screwdriver. This is something different. So we'll call this we'll call this the Thursday night special. All right, the Thursday night special in Harlem because that's where I'm broadcasting from live with it due to COVID nineteen. I got a whole new home set up, as you can see. A uh, whole new studio at home. This is my COVID nineteen safe safe setup. Uh, shout out to my uh, my BK Media Studio family uh, located over in Brooklyn. Uh, you know my guy Arthur. What up, though? Uh, shout out to him. But you know since COVID has been running rampant again, it's better safe than sorry. So I got the at home setup, uh, and you know it's better this way for right now. You know, so please protect yourself out here. All right, I just seen Tyler Perry. And this trend, this segues perfectly into my first story. Tyler Perry, you know, I just, man, you know, I admire Tyler Perry and everything he's done, his, 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 uh, entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I think that's pretty dope. Everything he's done is incredible. Um, I was just in Atlanta not too long ago and I just found out that he has an exit named for him off of the interstate, a whole exit name. Round of applause to Tyler Perry. Round of applause. And, you know, I, I, I really, I rock with Tyler Perry. You know, I, I think he's, I I have an issue <laughs> with a lot of his artwork uh, when it comes to the representation of the black male in a lot of his um, films. But that's neither here nor there. He just took the vaccine. Uh, <laughs> and he, re- he received the vaccine for an up and coming special uh, just to kind of show you all like, hey, you know, this is the way to go. Right. You know, you want to you want to come in here and get this test. You can trust these guys because obviously in the black community, we really don't trust vaccines. You know, we don't really trust a lot of different, you know, uh, modern. Yeah, I, I guess you could say modern uh, health or science breakthroughs because, you know, black people have routinely in this country received the short end of the stick. You know, when you go through the Tuskegee, you know, airman experiment experiment, and you also look back on a lot of different things with vaccinations where a lot of black people, even that earlier polio vaccine, kids were being crippled, like turned paraplegic as soon as they got the shot, like less than 24 hours. Um, so black people are always skeptical, especially with modern science breakthroughs. So um, salute to Tyler Perry. If you haven't checked it out, I'm going to include a link here um, where he's like getting the two shots and he wants to encourage black people all over the country to really believe in this vaccine. Um, so that way they can all go out and get vaccinated, you know, because obviously, you know, throughout the black community, there's a good amount of doubt when it comes to this. It Rightfully so. Like, how could you ever be mad at a black person for not wanting to get the vaccine? You know, I get it. COVID-19 is, it's, it's uh, man, it's, it's, I've never remembered a time like this. There's never been a time like this that, uh, not even near our generation, you know, um, where you've seen anything this crazy, where you see people actually dying. Like, I've had, I've had friends and family members, you know, pass away from COVID-19. So getting the vaccine is a big deal. 
But at the same time, it's like everyone's worried about the vaccine, the side effects. And we've seen people report side effects. I think there was a lady in Utah or several people on the West Coast um, in in also different areas. So that's that's a life-changing decision. I mean, it's not an easy decision to say, hey, I want to go get this vaccine. And also the rollout and the distribution of the vaccine has been um, very questionable. (laughs) Like, I don't even know what to tell you. I really feel like the rollout is crazy. I think even here in New York, there's a lot of people who, you know, were able to get the first shot of the vaccine and there's a second shot. And unfortunately, the second shot isn't available right now. I guess the stock ran out and, you know, they're still waiting on people to sign up to get it. So we'll see exactly how that rolls out. But shout out to Tyler Perry um, and shout out to everybody who's still making it through COVID-19. Much of 2021 is going to be canceled. I just seen um, on the news recently that in Queens, the St. Patrick's Day Parade is canceled. Um, and I think I, I think for the betterment of the large majority of people, because everyone wants to be the quote-unquote free, think, free thinkers, I think you'll see a lot of things just kind of canceled, like just enough far out where you think like, oh, okay, well, St. Patrick's Day is canceled, so I guess, you know, maybe Easter will be okay. And then those mass gatherings for religious purposes for Easter Sunday going to be barred as well and canceled. And I think under this Biden, this Biden, this Biden administration, wow, let me get my words right. And I think under this Biden administration, I think you'll see a lot more enforcing um, and restrictions on large social gatherings for whatever purpose they may be. So 2021 and COVID, I think it's going to mirror much of 2020 without the chaos of other other situations you know i don't like to tell people that like oh well you know well obviously well trump's not in office so that alone is going to be a lot less chaotic and a lot less dramatic but i still think you're going to see a lot of crazy things going on but you know obviously with 2021 things have been off to a, uh, a very interesting start because every wednesday of this year so far there's been something crazy some headline toppling I, just something that moves the needle in such a way where you like damn like 2021 is basically 2020 older brother or younger brother. You know what I'm saying? Or however you want to say they're related. Uh, COVID-19 being obviously the variant of relation, but man, like uh, I think the first Wednesday of this year was the insurrection. Um, that crazy stuff that went down at the Capitol, which was super sad, super predictable, super wild. I, yeah, I would just leave that there. And then you also got this, uh, the the Wednesday after it, which was the, uh, no, no, that was the impeachment. Yep, that was the impeachment. And then well, the impeachment was wild, uh, which is still an ongoing process, by the way, which is very interesting. We're, learn- we're all learning a little bit more about that. Uh, and then the next Wednesday was, which was last Wednesday, was the inauguration. Yeah, it was the inauguration of the Biden, the Biden administration got up in there. And now uh, this particular, this past Wednesday, uh, the whole stock market, <laughs> the GameStop stock market run, which I think is fascinating. Very, very fascinating, because if, if you know how stocks work, which I'm, I'm not going to make it seem like I'm a stock guru. I'm not the I wasn't a finance major in college, uh, so I'm not even going to act like I have this crazy in-depth nuanced perspective of what just happened. But I can tell you from what I researched this particular situation was, was very fascinating because normally when you see some, some, something like this, you think like, Oh man, somebody really understands the stock market. They got in there and, you know, and, 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 and they shorted the stock and, you know, they, they're a shark, you know, or they're a bull. There's a bull's market. It's a shark market. Right. And no, that wasn't the case with this shit. This was crazy. Um, so if you're on Reddit, shout out to everybody on Reddit. All right. Shout out to if you're on Reddit right now. Shout out to you, all right, because I had no damn clue what was on the horizon. Uh, So apparently GameStop, uh, there's this hedge fund um, that was banking on shorting the stock for GameStop. So basically they were shorting it in a way where, you know, they borrow the stock uh, and then everyone offloads their stocks and they let it go for cheap, right? So they pretty much make it seem like, the stock like GameStop isn't performing well. So it devalues, it devalues so much that when they buy it back, there's a profit. 
and there's a profit margin of however much they say it's going to be, right? However, some people got a hold of this information that this hedge fund was shorting the stock, so that way it'll drop from this high X amount of shares to a low X amount of shares. So they're very, they're pretty much devaluing the company, so people can buy it at like pennies on a dollar. And an average person, just like you and I, gets a hold of this information, posted on Reddit, and encourages people to hey buy while the stocks are low right now because they're shorting the stock so they can get the money later on. And these everyday people start throwing their money in there. So some people threw 5,000, some people threw 10,000, some people threw 25, some people threw everything they had in there. And if I would have known, I probably would have threw some money in the pot too, but I was doing something like playing a lotto or some shit like that. That wasn't paying off as much as this did. Obviously I'm a little mad at myself. Every once in a while, something comes along and you wish you would have partaken in it, but it sounded like real scammy because the stock market is scammy as shit. It's a scammy ass endeavor. Uh, but this actually paid off for a lot of people. So it paid off so well that the hedge fund actually is like $13 billion in debt. So the value of the actual hedge fund had been surpassed because now everybody bought these stocks, drove the, the average stock price up through the roof. Now the hedge fund has to jump in here and buy these damn stocks triple fold. So salute to everybody in on this caper. Cause like, God damn, what was I doing? Thoroughly disappointed in myself. Um, the stock market is a big sham. Um, if that's the lesson from all of this, the stock market is a big sham. Also, another lesson is uh, as soon as the average person starts learning how to manipulate the stock market for their own benefit, rich people most definitely will pull the plug on your shit ASAP. I don't care if you're selling dope. Uh, I don't. I don't care if you're selling counterfeit money. Whatever you find how to do in a government or some rich person isn't uh, monetizing it or profiting off of it, they gonna they gonna pull the plug on your shit. All right, this is what I feel about that. It's fucking trash. Uh, but yeah, so now Robinhood, uh, the actual, I, I believe Robinhood is the app, is the stock market app. So it's a stock buying app. I might be wording this poorly, but whatever. I'm drinking, so you got to excuse me. So that's the app that a lot of people were buying their stock shares on. It's this Robinhood app. So the Robinhood app the <laughs> shut the shit down. So now there's a class action suit uh, against Robinhood because they're not allowing people to buy and share to buy and sell their stock. So a lot of people bought these stocks, and now there's this hold. So, shit, if you got them stocks, hold on to them because you're probably going to get more money than if you would have sold them once that price drove up. So salute to you. So if you were able to get in on that paper, you know, shoot, shoot, shoot me about what? Shoot me a couple bands since you up some. Is this COVID-19? We'll call this the stimulus package that Biden ain't passed yet. He said we was going to get two racks. <laughs> we got six and Cuz said he was going to shoot us two racks. I don't think that's going to happen, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But anyways, if you were in on this caper to get this money uh, out of the stock market, come on, Cuz. Bless your mans. All right, shoot me a couple bands. All right, I'm, I'm gonna play the Powerball. Still about what 740 million in the Powerball for New York. So if I hit, you know, what I'm saying I'll, I'll break you off the equal amount that you deserve, right? And we'll get it from there. Um, so salute to everybody that's been playing the the. Look, I don't even play the lotto, but anytime I see that shit pop up and it's like 740 mil, somebody in Michigan I think hit for like um, how much was it like 400 million or something like that? Like a straight hit got all the whole the whole joint. I'll have to look up that story, too. I'm a little off on that. But anyways, um, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to have fun. So my artist of the week, I always like to pick an artist of the week or an artist for the podcast um, to promote. Well, Sundays, you know, it's my R&B Sundays. I don't listen to hip-hop on Sundays. I don't listen to anything besides R&B and soul music on Sundays. So I'm going to put together um, a playlist for that. But this playlist for this evening, uh, The Incredible Kamaya, right? So if you ain't if you ain't getting down on this new album, No Explanations, then... You know, get your mind right. I'm going to bless you with another joint, and we're going to get back to it. Let's do it. This joint called Bend the Corner. My girl Kamaya off that No Explanations out. How you hating it ain't got a call. Mm, I rock Rolex, not a Adam mall. Mm, hit the corner and I'm sliding off. Mm, my own shit, what I'm vibing on. She's sliding though. Know? I like the rap with the cat. I like the shit with the slap in it. Mm. Grinding hard just to stack bitches. Mm. My whole team, we need black business. Mm. Okay, I'm grinding on the wake up. Never take.
Off that no explanations album for my girl Kamaya. Now, by the way, I don't get paid for this. I don't get paid. This is just what I'm listening to. This is just this is just Royale's picks. I, I need to just champion that and call it Royale's picks. This is just my soundtrack that I'm rocking with right now. Um, uh, more so than I don't get paid for it. I'm hoping that I don't get I don't get this don't get taken down. That's what I'm hoping. So shout out to Kamaya and the team for not taking this down. Rock with me. Um, anyway, so let's get into this next shit. Uh, so all of my, all of the events that I recap are things that kind of move me in a former fashion. So this particular story, uh, moved me as well. So if you watch the inauguration, there was a young poet by the name of Amanda Gorman. Incredible. Um, she did her thing. She got up there. She was fly, you know, smart, intelligent, fascinating, incredible poet. Now she's gonna be performing at the Super Bowl. Now I'm kind of reluctant to even, you know what I'm saying? Like shout that out, her performing at the Super Bowl. Because here's the thing. I'm not really feeling the NFL and its exploitation of the culture, especially black culture. Now I do think it's dope that Amanda Gorman is having, you know, this amazing run of success. And I just, I just hate that it's on the back of exploiting black culture and the pain and the, and, and the hurt that comes from black culture. You know, when you think about this past year, much of what she's talked about in her writings has been us persevering, us going through everything. Now, I'm, I, I, I hate to even sum up her work like that because that's wild disrespectful to just sum up uh, such an incredible, you know, piece that she performed at the inauguration to what it is right now and now her performing at the Super Bowl but I just this is really me actually jumping to the actual point ahead or the point at hand is that the NFL is most definitely on some bullshit right now I am not feeling it I am not feeling it right now Um, I'm gonna keep it a stack with you the NFL has been capitalizing on black culture since we've known about the Rock Nation venture where Jay-Z spoke at the uh, press conference with Roger Goodell and even then, I was really disappointed because I still feel like the NFL is getting a huge skate. They're getting a huge skate right now. Uh, we still don't have any black head coaches as of right now. Um, we have a couple of front office representatives. I think we have a couple of offensive coordinators. We have offensive coordinators. Um, but if you think about, you know, the black the black male percentage, if you think about the actual makeup, 70%, probably more than 70% now of the actual players in NFL are black. African-American. And then you think about the front office where you got the GMs. I think about three or four now GMs that just got hired uh, within the past week, but still it's super sad. And you think about the handling of the Colin Kaepernick situation. You think about all of the things that have transpired. And now they give you this rollout where it's this NFL big Super Bowl event. And now we're just going to feature a black poet. When the last time you seen a, a damn black poet at the Super Bowl, I think it's a joke, and this is the NFL's way of saying, hey, we're not going to actually address the issues that actually exist within hiring the black men who make up the NFL on the player level who have been granted for all all legends. None of them have jobs at any of the places that they made history for and made hundreds of millions of dollars for. So you're able to play, but you're not able to help our organization. Still a big, huge hiring discrepancy when it comes to black men in the NFL and black women, right? But then you turn around and here you are with Amanda Gorman performing poetry at the Super Bowl. Who's actually going to watch that? Now, I've been watching the Super Bowl my entire life and I'm going to keep it I'm going to keep it extra funky with you. I barely even watched the halftime performances unless it was Prince, right? Or Janet Jackson or or Michael Jackson. I was too young to really catch the Michael Jackson when it was on the TV, but I wasn't really digesting it the way a grown person would. But when you think about it, you know, like the Beyonce halftime, like it's certain halftime performances. I'm like, all right, cool. But where are you going to put this poet? Like what? And what does this mean for the NFL? Like, are you going to keep pipping the culture? I think that's a joke. And also I kind of feel like anybody that's falling for it and think that it's some type of advancement or some type of, 
growth in terms of black culture within the NFL community. I think you should check yourself. Um, this is all performative, and I think it's disgusting. And uh, speaking of performative, the NFL versus, I just, you know what? I just, I mean, spooky out here. It's spooky out here. The NFL versus is a joke. First off, versus is already teetering. This is a whole transition to another topic. So you know what? This is what I'm gonna do. Before I get into it, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a I'm gonna play another joint so we can transition properly into this next one because I'm not we we gonna talk about this joint. We gonna talk about this in a second. But you know what? In the meantime, I'm gonna get into some new Kamai. Let's do that. I don't have a worry or care in the world. I believe in who I am, and who believes in me believes in me. Just like Mama said. Mama said, don't be afraid to get your hands dirty, girl. Instead, go at their hands if they ain't worthy. Be prepared, mm. nothing's fair. Mm. If they come for you, then rip their ass straight. Mm. What's understood ain't gotta be explained. If you come for me, just know I'm bringing pain. I didn't see some things won't ever be the same. Free that come for me to try to ease the pain. Mm. I have seen a bad shit. I have saw the worst shit. Lying in my prayer. Tell me, is it worth it? Never met a person who could make me feel worthless. Try to play Mama said, featuring Mozzie off Kamaya's new joint. You know, and I just, you know, look, come on. She's she's cranking out slaps. Round of applause. Come on. It's called No Explanations. From Kamaya, it's called Mama Said. Now, look, I want to get into this next, um, these next topics. And, I, you know, sometimes, like, when I transition to new topics, I like to kind of, you know, set the tone. You know, I like to uh, cleanse the palate, if you will, so that way the segue doesn't feel so abrupt. But anyways, here we are. Now I want to talk about Versus because um, I've been a big fan of Versus from the jump, right? Like, you know, from the jump where I think, well, all of us, right? Like, damn, all of us. Like, when, 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 the, when the pandemic first happened, when the shutdown first happened and Versus became a thing, it was so refreshing because – when we got locked down here in Harlem, and I'm recording live from Harlem, round of applause for Harlem. Come on, fuck with me, hmm? fuck with me. Uh, when we first got locked down, I was thinking to myself, like, damn, like, what are we gonna do? Like, there was a curfew. You know, you couldn't be outside after a certain time in New York City, and uh, you know, even just going to the grocery store and getting there on time was because the line was so long. I had never seen anything like this in my life since I moved to New York. Um, that line was wrapped around the grocery store and you know, you go outside and you like, damn, like restaurants is closed down. Gyms is closed down. Everything closed down and the verses popped up and it was extremely worth it. We got to really highlight the culture in a different way. And I thought that was super dope. And originally, you know, with me, I thought the verses, which what it really was for was for writers and producers, people who actually created this stuff who don't really get the front facing vindication of being like, Hey, this is this person's song. So a lot of songs we didn't know, like Teddy Riley wrote, you know, Babyface wrote, we didn't know these people made this music. So they got a chance to be like, Hey, in a versus I wrote or coordinated or produced or, you know, uh, pin better songs than you, you know what I'm saying? Right. And now we get to where it's at, where I think after the Teddy Riley one, I think that's when we got into I want to say, is that when Jill Scott and uh, Erica Badu happened? I, I could be a little off, but when we started venturing into artists, I knew it was a slippery slope. Now, me, myself, personally, I like to hear the writers. Like, when they had to, uh, what, what was it? What was it? The um, It was Neo and, uh, was it Javante? I think, I, I, I can't remember, but there was writers who, and then, like, the Babyface and Teddy Riley one, that was one of my favorites because they both have created great art and then they performed it they've written it they've produced it so many different angles that they've created what we know and love is classics so i thought that was incredible round of applause for that swiss and tim i think the issue that i have right now is that now i'm starting to turn into something different it was one thing when it was the artist because i felt like the nelly and Ludacris one did not live up to the purpose that they wanted it to unfortunately um, I feel like the two chains of Rick Ross one was cool. Eh, wasn't my favorite, but I still watched it anyway. I've been supporting this from the jump. This is all we had when we were on lockdown outside of the Michael Jordan documentary, which we all hung on to every single day. It was, to, it was coming on. 
So anyways, I say all this to say this, man. God damn, guys. Like, can we have anything to ourselves? Now they want to do a versus for NFL, for the NFL, for, for Pro Bowl weekend. I think the first one was uh, tonight, as a matter of fact. It was like Cam Chancellor and somebody else. And then I think I just seen another one with Jalen Ramsey and DeAndre Hopkins. Now, look, I'm going to keep it a stack with you. I'm going to keep it extra funky with you, better yet. As a person that watches sports every day, at least a recap, Sports Center. Uh, Fox Sports One, I, you know, I watch a lot of Skip and Shannon, right? And I think to myself, like, who gives a flying fuck about these athletes and their highlights and which one compares to the other? We see these highlights all the time throughout the week. We see them. If you watch football, you see them. What is the point of it? What is the point? Now, I get it. I, I had a soundbite here, and I was going to play it, but fuck it. Anyways, I just thought that was very... um. I, th- I thought the verses, obviously, they get in the bag. Round of applause to Swiss and Tim for getting the bag. Round of applause. I just think it's a joke. You know, I, I think it's one of those moves where everything we create as a black culture, there's a price tag on it. You know, there's there's you can sell it. And I, tune, and I ain't tuned in, but I just wanted to see the numbers. So I clicked on the verses live. Earlier tonight for probably like, what, 10, 15 minutes? Had like 7,000 viewers. (laughs) Seven racks? That's all they were able to get? Because don't nobody want to see two fucking football players talking about who had the better highlight, and then you're going to let the fans judge? We don't care. Don't nobody want to see that shit. Uh, But, hey, you know, salute to Swiss and Tim for getting the bag. And um, salute to you if you're watching it. I'm not knocking any of the NFL football players. And this might sound like I'm hating, but I'm not. I just think that it's a bad product. I I think they did what they had to do to make it financially work for themselves. I think the NFL cut that check. uh, Cool. But I think as a product, it's terrible. Like, just because you get paid for something or just because, because something is a financial move does not make it a great product. Now, I think that they sold versus short. I think versus is going to take a hit for it. Um, the Ashanti and Keisha Cole one was already. What, I don't even. I don't even want to get into that. But anyways, speaking of verses, they still have plans uh, to expand verses to have some of the bigger artists be a part of it. I'm not sure if I'm really here for it, but uh, you know what? I, you know, Swizz and Tim had an interview with uh, Jalen and Jacoby on their show. And um, I thought it was very interesting because they were talking about a very interesting verses that I don't even think I personally, I don't think this should be a thing, but Hey, uh, let's just, <laughs> I guess, I guess what we're going to do is we're going to listen to them. Tell us who they think is supposed to be a part of the next verses. Now this particular matchup, I'm not really fucking with it. That's just me. Uh, there's a handful of matchups. I think are low hanging fruit that they probably can get, but I think that they won't because they're so bent on certain artists but i will tell you this i will say that these artists that they discussed uh might be a big draw but not a great matchup that's just me so let's hear it now yeah so i was supposed to get that audio in here and that shit didn't work uh, so let's try it this way All right, the audio still isn't playing, so that's that's trash. That's real trash there. So, uh, oh, look at me. Look at me. I'm slipping. Let's do it this way. A couple of versus battles. Busta Rhymes versus Missy Elliott. Terrific <laughs> writers, performers, and entertainers with ter- amazing longevity. It is, to me, the best party that could ever happen on Versus. You know, it's just a matter of comfort zone of my sister, you know, wanting to celebrate with her brother, you know, and understand that it's not competition, it's a party, you know what I'm saying? So I've been working on that and talking to her, but I think that would be an amazing Versus. What about this next one? Usher versus Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, yes, we know. 
<laughs> it's so funny. Drake, Drake hit me up too about it too. He said, "You got, we got to make that happen. We got to make that happen." I'm like, "Soon to come. Soon to come." Yeah, Can't I you? guess. I guess. Um, yeah, I guess soon to come. I think maybe the Usher and Justin Timberlake thing is possible. I mean, I think it's a go. Will it work? Eh. I'm not. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. It's going to draw because obviously, when when you think about, there's Justin Timberlake and Usher, right? And they're two very well known artists. One I would say is way bigger than the other, and I'll let you figure out what that actual balance is. But I'm gonna keep it. I'm. I once again, I got to keep it extra funky with you. Justin Timberlake don't even compare to Usher. Like, where, what, where, where did that come from? And who gives a fuck if Drake wants to hear that? No one gives a damn. Don't nobody care about who Drake want to see in the verses? Do you think Drake tuning in? Probably not. The Justin Timberlake Usher one, I think, before I get to that one, let's go over the Missy Elliott Buster Rhymes one. I think the Missy Elliott Buster, Buster Rhymes one, you know, as a lifelong fan of both of them, and I'm fortunate enough to be alive to see them as, like, their rookie whatever up until where they are now, iconic and legendary. Um, it's so beautiful to be able to see two artists of that magnitude from the beginning of their career to where they are right now because they're far from the end, and they've created and they've pinned so much, and they've given us so much, and a lot of their songs you can attribute to some of the best moments of your life or maybe some of the worst. I don't know, but they've created some incredible art that's going to outlive us all. Uh, so salute to Missy Elliott and Buster Rhymes. My only issue here, as I take a sip of my Thursday night special, huh? round of applause for that, huh? My only issue with Buster Rhymes and Missy Elliott is that I don't think Missy will want to do it. Buster has been ready. Buster was challenging damn near everybody. I think T.I. at one point, 50 Cent, like Buster was whoever. Buster, like whoever want to line up their 20 with my 20, let's get it. And I understand that. But I don't think Missy wants to do it. I don't think it'll be, a, I don't know if it'll be a good idea, you know, because it has to be in the same spirit. Like both people have to be in that mode. And if both people are in that mode where it's like equal storytelling to competitiveness, there's a balance, you know, with the verses and I'm not like a scientist, but I think that, you know, if Missy really wanted to get in tune with it, Missy would. And I think Missy has that personality that would carry it. Busta on the other hand is extremely over the top. I'm not really sure, but I think that would be a great contrast. Both of them are eclectic. Uh, both of them are very progressive, futuristic with their music, their their videos, all of that. Now, if they were able to do the videos at the same time during the verses, I think Busta and Missy would be probably off the charts. It'd be crazy because they had some of the greatest video concepts uh, for some of their records all time. I mean, videos don't matter anymore, but when they did, man, like if you've seen a new Missy video, you could watch that 36 times and see different things every single time and not, and not mind it at all. So I think that's incredible. Obviously, Buster Rhymes is Buster Rhymes. So I think that would be a good one. But I don't know if Missy might be the best one for Buster. But um, if we're if we're going for you know progressive, out of this world, those two most definitely are the two first names that you come up with. I don't know if I would line them up, but hey, that's just me. Now let's fast forward to this whole Usher and Justin Timberlake thing. <sighs> At one point, Usher was the most famous person on the earth. This is not a debate. This is facts. Usher was the most famous person on the earth. All right. This is after 8701, right when he hit confessions, he was on, dare I say it, a Michael Jackson level of fame. Round of applause for Usher, the GOAT. Talk to that man nice. Stop playing with Usher. All right, stop playing with Usher like he ain't that guy. Now, I'm not knocking Justin Timberlake. I think Justin Timberlake is dope. I'm a fan. Here's the thing with, 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 with Justin Timberlake. Justify was the end of Justin Timberlake to me. Round of applause for me. Round of applause for me for having, for having the kahunas to say that Justin Timberlake's Justified is his best project. 
I don't know what the hell that last album was that that Justin Timberlake put out. It was awful. It wasn't that good. I can't. I mean, name a song off of it. It was terrible. And y'all want to put Justin Timberlake up against Usher? <sighs> Look, the only respectable answer for Usher in the verses right now, and I'm gonna just keep it a stack with you. And I don't think it's. I think it's close. I think. I think depending on the arrangement of songs, the energy. And technically, it's two different generations, but I think Chris Brown is the only one that goes head to head with Usher in the verses. That's just me. Damn it! Now I hit myself with a round of applause. Kind of self fulfilling, but whatever. But I really feel like a lot of people not really understanding, man. Like Usher was different. Is different. Like features, we ain't even got to the features yet. Now I know it's easy for people to be like, oh, you know, Justin Timberlake, suit and tie, um, you know, uh, 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 you know, so many other songs. I I could think of many other songs. I could just peel off some right now from his playlist, you know. But that's that's singles though, man. Like you know, if it wasn't for if it if it wasn't for here, I'm gonna keep it a stack with you, right? Justin Timberlake wouldn't even be able to float in R&B the way that he does if it wasn't for Pharrell and Timbaland. Pharrell and Timbaland. And I look, I'm a just I'm not going to say I'm a, the ultimate fan of Justin Timberlake. After Justified, I'm not really seeing it. And by all accounts, don't don't shoot the messenger hands up don't shoot. Right? Hands up don't shoot. Justified was basically the songs that they couldn't give Usher and Justin was like, I scooping. That's what he said. And also, uh, mind you that Justin Timberlake wasn't even the best in his group. You know, it's done. I'm already taking this too far. Anyways, the next verses most definitely should not be Usher and Justin Timberlake. Let's just put that shit to bed right now. Let Justin just float off into where, whatever space he's in right now. Let that man eat. All right. Uh, because in a verses, y'all really going to get that man feelings hurt. And when them votes and those views come out, look, just get Chris. All right. Just line up Chris. I know Chris Brown said he didn't want to do it. I know it's like big bro, little bro type situation. Usher, just know, just know Usher, Justin Timberlake, please. Just for the love. I don't give a damn what Drake say. I don't really care. I could care less. Anyways. All right. So we're going to get into some more content. Let's do it. I'm going to start with my girlfriend. Scared to lose off her new joint. I don't know why. I don't give up like that. No explanation. I still can't believe it. I'm about to make a million off dreaming. Can't put it into words that I'm feeling. It feels wonderful. I swear it feels okay the way that I'm working. I deserve Shanae and Perkins. Diamonds that shine, big purses. To keep winning, can't be scared to lose. Started from the bottom, now I'm climbing up. Big biggest on my neck. No diamonds crush. If you make it from the bottom, you the chosen one. Once I hit them billboards, I'ma be going nuts. Been here four years plus, but still feel like one. Got some goals up on my list that I still ain't done. Got some fire on my hands, they gon' feel me come. 50 million plus one just to feed my young. Yeah. I ain't with the settle. Very hard, scared to lose. Mm-hmm. Off no explanations, my girl Kamaya. Straight out the A area, one of my favorite new artists of this area. This area? Wow, this area. Hey, this is how you know you sit yourself when you say uh when you mix area and era together. Mm. The Thursday night special. Y'all me D Royale, real sweet Royale. What up though? Uh season three, episode one. Shout out to you for uh fuck for following me. I was about to say for fucking with me, but whatever, both for fucking with me and uh for following me. Uh <laughs> we screaming now on uh title. Uh we're also on Apple, Spotify, all major streamer platforms. So if you want to get in there. You know, let me know what it is. Uh, one of the, one of my other things that I wanted to transition to because this is a current events based podcast. There's a lot to get to. Um, I was going to talk about the Ti and Tiny situation, but I really don't see no reason to do that right now. I just don't want to get that wrong, you know. Like, and also this isn't a gossip based podcast. I don't really fuck with gossip like that. I don't even like gossip in real life. It's disgusting. It's terrible. Um, so I'm not even saying it's gossip or it's fact based, but until the the full story comes out about that situation you know we'll talk about that then um 
But let's get into this whole Chris Rock. I'm sorry. Wow. You know what? Boo me. Boo. Do I got? I gotta. Yeah. Womp womp me. Chris Rock. What am I talking about? Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker had an interview uh, with Shannon Sharp, and you know Shannon Sharp. Salute to the to Shannon Sharp. I think a lot of people don't really give Shannon Sharp, you know, the love that he deserves when it comes to this, to these interview games. But he did a great job. So he got this new joint called Club Shay Shay. And apparently, you know, everybody's lined up to be on this. Besides LeBron. That's a womp womp to Shannon Sharp because he big up LeBron every day uh, on the show. But anyways, he got Chris Tucker on. And Chris Tucker answered a question that I've always wondered uh, so let's let's talk about that. If they were to remake Friday, and Q said they might, they're thinking about it. He says he, they're writing it right now. Would you want to come back in it, and would you want to come back as Smokey? <clears throat> uh, I, you know what? I, I, you know, it's people. Some people say do it. Some people say don't. But for me personally, I probably won't because I never, I never want to shortchange my audience and, and my right. fans because. You know, they, I know they want it because that's what they know and they love it. And I'm, I'm glad they love it. But I don't want to come back in something that, that I probably uh, can't do what they, what they want, you right. know, uh, me to do because I've, you know, I've grown. Uh, and not, yeah, not I, only grown, I'm, a, I'm, I'm different. Right, you know? right. That's a, that was a 25, that was a 23, 24 exactly. year old Chris Tucker. This is a whole yeah. different Chris Tucker. It's now. a whole nother Chris Tucker. And, you know, you don't want to shortchange uh, your fans for money. And, uh, you know, you don't try to. And that's right. one thing I think, and it's best to keep that one, you know, because I can't do what I did uh, when I watched Fridays Now. I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. That was where I was and I was acting. But now I'm, I'm in my 40s now. Uh, I could do something even better because uh, if you like that character, imagine what I'm going to do uh, in the future. First and foremost, uh, salute to Chris Tucker. Uh, one, one of the legends and. I know back in the day, stand-up wise, you know he can go toe to toe with anybody, but you know that's that's that. And yes, I understand that as as a huge fan of, of Friday, you know, obviously, uh, I would I would even venture to say a stand of Friday. Like I grew up on, we all grew up on Friday. Like if you're from that era, you know Friday. If you can't quote Friday right now, like scene for scene, word for word, I'm looking at you sideways, guys. I'm looking at you with the. That's how I'm looking at you, cuz. Because when I hop on, anytime Friday comes on, I'm going to laugh because there's always something different to laugh at. And it's always refreshing. It might be a long time since you've seen it and you play Friday, the original Friday. And it's hilarious. Uh, Chris Tucker is, you know, one of the greatest, I would say, one of the greatest stand up comedians to transfer to film. I don't know if he has if he's the best stand up comedian. I don't, I don't know if I will put him in my top ten. I I had a top ten uh, all time stand up comedians on here before. I'm not sure. I don't know if I did a video for it. I need to do a video for it. I'm gonna edit a video down, and I think I'm gonna do it. I'll probably include like snippets just to give you a little little. Uh, 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 uh. I didn't feel like doing a description of what I was gonna include, but it'll be snippets of my favorite stand up, my favorite all time stand up comedians. Um, and you'll understand why I love them and why I rock with them. Uh, one thing I love about Chris Tucker is he's very honest in this conversation with Shannon Sharp. Because a lot of people like to, you know, like play the middle game, ride the fence, let you think like, oh, I might come back, I might not. But this new Friday is probably going to drop. If we know Ice Cube, Cube is going to capitalize off, off demand. He's going to do it. Um, I think Chris Tucker not wanting to reprise his role of Smokey is a very interesting take because all of us would love to see him as Smokey again, but I don't think he's in that space anymore. Um, we rarely even see Chris Tucker in a lot of movies anymore. Salute to Chris Tucker for also keeping his art high quality for his fans. You know, salute to him for not wanting to finesse the fans on, you know, taking any money and just reprising the role simply for the fact that we asked for it because it's easy to get a cash grab, right? Because nostalgia sells. But the thing about it is I would be highly disappointed if Chris Rock was to get on a, was to, was to take on the role of Smokey and not deliver us something that's either equal or better than his original role of Smokey. So I respect him for knowing his limitations. I respect, you know, Shannon Sharp for also asking this question, but I am heartbroken that we won't get another Smokey role. Uh, 
man, that's one of those roles that I don't. I here's the thing: as a fan, I don't even think Chris Tucker. I don't even think Chris Tucker could 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 break that role. I don't even think he can go wrong. I think he can do whatever he wanted in that role, and it still will rock. I think it will be dope. But I guess you know, for him, it's a little it's a little bit of a different feel. So there's that. I wish he felt differently though. I'm gonna keep it a stack because if the last Friday, go, if it's gonna be the last Friday. It should be like a recap of everything that happened for the last Friday, like the last Friday, like what happened last Friday, and this is the last Friday. And Chris Tucker should most definitely be a part of it. I think Chris Tucker, if if Q, if you can sit Chris down, if you can sit Tuck down and holler at him, get his confidence together, maybe find some type of character, because no doubt in my mind that the new Chris Tucker as he stands right now could most definitely do a great role. I'm just thinking... The Friday roll, he could rock out again. Like, just rock out one more time with his tuck. Come on, give us one more smoky. We out here. It's a pandemic, cuz. We starving. Give us content. Anyways, um, this is the episode uh, <laughs> to kick off the season three. Your homie D-Royale, Real Spit Royale, current events-based podcast, the creator, the producer, the creative director. And I just had to do that in one time. So, you know what? To wrap this up, why not play one more Kamaya song? Now, if you ain't got this album, make sure you cop it, all right? There's no expl- no explanations. Don't Please don't make fun of the fact that I said that the wrong way. I am sipping on my no explanations. I'm going to rename the drink. Mid, well, in podcast now, but mid podcast, in the podcast, I'm going to rename the drink I'm sipping on right now. I'm going to call this the no explanations orange juice. Because after you sip this orange juice, what's inside of the orange juice, you ain't got no explanations to do. Anything you said you was going to do except some extra. Y'all me D-Royale, Real Spirit Royale, uh, Season 3, Episode 1. Make sure you subscribe, like, follow me, Instagram and Twitter, at D-Royale or Real Spit Royale. Subscribe to that newsletter. All you got to do, uh, click on that link and put your email in there. That's all you got to do. Every week I send you a, 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 a rundown, huh? Look, 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 a rundown of everything that's going on. Uh, so make sure you get up in there. Uh, also, I'll let you know an update on all of the episodes that I dropped the week before and the episodes that's coming up the week next. All the interviews, all of my publications, my write-ups, my journal entries, um, and all of my uh, handwritten interviews as well. All right? I like to make sure I give you some journalistic integrity with my podcast. A lot of people like to talk. I want to bust this down with the facts. That's what I do. In the meantime, make sure you follow me uh, uh, on Spotify, uh, Tidal, Apple, all of those platforms. You can rock with me, cuz, and I'm going to ride you out uh, because my girl Kamaya been doing me something right tonight. So we're going to do something different. Ooh, wow, I still got that going in the background. Hey, I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm not even going to edit that out. We're going to rock with that the way it is right now. So let's have some fun. All right, let's go and go crazy. We out of here. D-Royale, Real Spit Royale. I'm back again on Sunday, baby. Thursdays and Sundays, baby. Actually, it's Wednesdays and Thursdays. So, yeah, let's do it. I'm dope, I'm the wave, like some raw out the kitchen Won't slip on my game, no, they wanted my position Made my own lane, I'm like, what competition? I'm dope, niggas know me like a line The folks who got no wave, trying to trick me out of mine But I know one thing, I'm in your archive Even if you don't see, I'm in your top five I keep marching my way up the mountain Make money, no, don't make announcement Know I do everything I ever mounted I'm proud of me, you ain't gotta be proud, bitch these niggas ain't gotta give me my praise. Bitches ain't gotta give me my praise. It's me not only was born with this. Game.